Hello. So today I'm talking to Francia Cooper, and she is the senior manager for Maybelline Global Communications at L'Oreal. And she has tons of experience in communications, PR, marketing, copywriting, and advertising. And thank you so much for talking to me. I'm super excited. Of course. I'm so, so excited to be here. Can't wait to dive into this. Perfect. So just kind of to start, I was wondering if you could share a bit about your own career journey and kind of how you started working in cosmetics. Yeah, of course. Um, So I actually, you know, entered the cosmetics beauty space, um, I would say, accidentally, um, only because that totally was not my focus. I'm so not like the beauty girl. I always saw myself as more like a fashion girl, if anything. Um, Went to college in Miami, studied advertising communications and had like high hopes of like moving to New York and like working for like a mega fashion brand. So moving here, I moved here with no job and then started interning at a fashion um, like fashion PR agencies which was fun great experience but of course um, zero pay and then went into working for the real real where my starting salary was I think 35k so if you live in New York you know that is absolutely nothing to survive <laughs> on and so that was you know I, I and then also the job was based in New Jersey and I moved to New York I wanted to be in the city I wanted to be able to like stroll around the city for lunch and I was getting none of that so one day after like just being super frustrated I had no job lined up I literally just quit and mm-hmm. said I gotta figure it out I just you know something just said just do it and I mm-hmm. did it and then um the next day I got a job I got a job at, oh my god <laughs> I did. I, I reached out to a recruiter. Um, a position was open. I got a job at Remy Martin as a marketing assistant. Um, worked there for a while. And then one day I also, you know, just took a step back and said, I don't know if this is what I moved here to do. I really wanted to be in fashion. I really had this, you know, I just really wanted to do it. And so I was like, let me start exploring opportunities. And another recruiter reaches out to me and says, there's a beauty company, um, Becca Cosmetics, do you want to work for them? And I said, uh, I'm not the beauty girl. I know nothing about makeup. I don't even wear makeup. <laughs> and it was a marketing role. I mean, it was a manager role. And for someone like myself, who, yes, I had experience in, like, other fields, I just didn't feel qualified to go into, like, a marketing, like, a manager role at a mega beauty company. So it took about two weeks for me to accept the offer. And that's how I really got into Becca. I just, like, took a leap of faith. Nice. So now are you happy to be in cosmetics instead of fashion? Like, does it, does it kind of feel like that was the right, the right path all along? Um, I think it was, um, you know, even though it happened, you know, just (laughs) accidentally, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. it was a good leap of faith. I think it really, I learned a lot. Um, the connections that I've made are so incredible and I've been really, really lucky to like, just you know, see my career like accelerate because technically I feel, I always feel as though I should have started as like a marketing coordinator because I had zero experience in beauty and somehow I started as a manager and um, here I am. Nice. Um, so kind of like what's it like working for such a large cosmetics company? Um, it's, it's a, two things. It's, um, 
there's great resources, you know, it's process driven, but obviously depending on like, you know, the type of person that you are. Um, and it could be frustrating because it's also super corporate, you know, so I am so not the corporate person. I'm like, <laughs> none of that. So it, it, you know, you just have to take it for what it is and learn as much, much as you can and then figure out if it's right for you and then um, go from there. But I think thus far I've learned so much. I mean, you know, just been coming from like Estee Lauder and then now L'Oreal, I think there's lots and lots of opportunities to also grow within these companies or even like move around. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was wondering if you had kind of like a funny story from your job search or career journey along the way. Um, yes, I feel like I have plenty. (laughs) One thing with like, just like job searching in general is you always like over prep for interviews. You, you know, you just, you want to do so well. So you like go in like so serious and so like, and then sometimes you get to this interview and the person could be so chill and then, you know, the car, then you feel so great about the interview and you just like feel like you nailed it and then you don't get the job. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times when you do like the opposite and then you get the job. So I think even like with my previous job search, like coming into Maybelline, I remember interviewing and the first two people I spoke to, I was like, oh my God, it felt so great. And then like the very last interview, I was like, oh my God, I didn't get the job like at all. And then three weeks later, I didn't hear from anyone and I had already moved on, started applying elsewhere. And then I get an email from HR like, congrats, we want you. And I was like, oh my God. You know, yeah. it's always like you just never know what to expect. And I think really it's just about like being confident, putting your best foot forward. And then the rest is like whatever happens, happens. And you can never just be disappointed when you don't get a job. It's just not meant for you. Yeah. Did you ever, were you ever faced with like a super tough interview question from when you were interviewing? Oh, yes. I can definitely say that I actually went through an Amazon interview process and mm-hmm. you know, anything about Amazon yeah it is literally like it's like taking a whole college course on its own yeah it's so intense um and I remember going into this interview you know having studied like all the notes like I felt prepared but then I get on this call with this guy and I literally blank my brain was like dead oh, I'm so into no. question just seems so hard and I'm like oh my god my words are all jumbled up um but yeah I mean I honestly I can't really pinpoint what the exact question was I mm-hmm. just know just knowing it was Amazon and there was just so much like stress going into that interview which I don't necessarily think is a good thing yeah yeah it could it could be hard to like really shine if you're so stressed out exactly there's so much pressure I'm just yeah like, I'm a, interview process is this and um I honestly am not here for that yeah I I understand that <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have any advice for somebody trying to break into your industry, maybe? Yeah, definitely. I think, honestly, for me, um, I I killed myself. I worked myself to death, like, you know, in college. I went to school full-time. I worked in the hospitality industry from, like, 9 p.m. to, like, 3 a.m., and then I had um, internships. 
So again, not saying like kill yourself or work yourself to death at all. Do not recommend it. But I think you have to be like strategic. And I think one thing that I did do was like I was strategic in the internships that I did take on. I made sure that, you know, every internship was not just for the sake of having an internship. It was something along the lines of communications or marketing, you know, at an advertising um, firm or at a magazine, just something that crosses over to whatever what what it is that I want to do so then having moved to New York I also continued that trend of like interviewing at like specific places that I know you know with an advertising or communication um experience you can be in any field per se but I think really if you want to break into like beauty it's about like studying the industry I mean there's so much out there on TikTok and Google Mm -hmm. like Instagram and social media so I think really leveraging that and I think you got to be hungry one thing that I do is I stalk people on LinkedIn I would Mm -hmm. Google head of PR if it's PR that I want to go into at whatever um, brand it is and I follow them on LinkedIn I am never afraid to like message them sometimes I'll even DM people on Instagram because what's the worst that can happen is they say no or they ignore you and then you move on to the next but if you don't if you're not hungry if you don't like literally like just put yourself out there I mean opportunity is not just going to come knocking you have to make the effort for it to like sort of like find you in a sense so it's like 50 50 yeah for sure is there kind of like a favorite thing about your industry um a favorite thing I think the beauty industry is really fun you know there's just so much creativity everyone's you know just passionate for mm-hmm. the most part mm-hmm. and um I think that's what I think it's it's a people connector industry if I must say mm-hmm. um specifically in my role you're always you know collaborating with brands or bringing on these spokes and doing like exciting things or even just like putting out new products and it's just like so much like thought that goes into every single thing like to I mean say oh what foundation should we come up with next like Mm -hmm. what so much hard work that goes behind and sweat that just goes behind all of this I really think I enjoy like the labor of love that everyone attention that everyone puts forth um in this industry you know I know a lot of times beauty can come as as, come off as like superficial or all of that but I really think you know, it's about like self-confidence and just trying to like bring the best out of people. And it's always amazing to just like see the people behind the scenes, like working hard and like do all that. Yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree. And I feel like it's kind of cool. Like, you know, if you start thinking up a new foundation, you really get to, to see it come to life and for people to be using it and be happy about it and feel confident about it is really cool. Yeah. I think that that point that you mentioned, um, seeing things come to life, because, you know, we dream of these ideas like, oh, my God, what if we could do like this um, blush that does X, Y and Z, but then actually seeing it come to life, you're like, wow, this was just an idea in my head on paper. And now it's actually like a tangible product. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> what about a least favorite thing about your industry? Oh, man, <laughs> I have a few, <laughs> but I think really... It could be so just always on in a sense. It's like, it's almost like taxing on like, just sometimes depending on obviously where you are, like just sometimes like personal life or just, it, it's just always on industry. There's always something to do. I feel like it doesn't really slow down. At least I feel like I have yet to work at a place where I feel like things slow down. Um, so that's one thing. And then um, I feel like sometimes it could just be some like, 
it's just like cutthroat. You really have to like just figure out how to like make it to the top. Um, sometimes I feel like your work doesn't just speak for itself. You have to like play the game to like get somewhere. Like you could have be doing all the great things like to think that you're gonna get a promotion, but really if you're not vocal, if you're not pushing, if you're not like making like going the extra mile no one's going to hand you that promotion and even though they know you're doing all the work so i also mm-hmm. like hate that idea of like almost having to like beg for a promotion even when they know that you are capable and you deserve it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah so kind of as my my final question i was wondering if you had any advice for your 22 year old self um, for my 23-year-old self, I would have said, wow, I would say things always work out <laughs> because I can tell you there's times when, again, like quitting a job and not knowing where my next rent money was going to come from. Mm-hmm. So I really think just trusting yourself and honestly, just go for the supply and take a leap, like just take a risk because had I not, you know, had I been so scared to accept that job offer at Becca, I would not be where I am, you know, I don't know where I would have been. I probably would not be in beauty or, you know, mm-hmm. so I think sometimes we are too afraid of, oh my God, can I do this job? And I think one thing I've learned is, no, I did not think I could do the job. I don't even knew what I was doing, but I think you learned there's so much of like pressure of like, oh, what's your experience? But a lot of things you really learn on the job. You And, you know, no two companies are the same. What I did at Becca is not necessarily everything I'm doing in my current role. So even though it's like similar industries, similar experience, there's so much that I had to like learn and I, it almost feels like starting from scratch. So I think everyone should have that mentality of like, just take a risk, try it. And if it doesn't work out, you can always move on. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's great advice. And Thank you so much for talking to me. This was a great conversation and I really learned a lot and I so appreciate your time. Thank you so, so much for having me. I am super excited to share this.